This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al, with me, as always. The funny Desi. <laughs> it's Desi, who won't let me start a podcast, interrupts me over and over and over again. Intentionally, yeah, it was hilarious. Some days I'm gonna just someday I'm just gonna leave them all in there. Podcast will be 25 minutes longer from us trying to start it. Not really, no, <laughs> not that bad. Some days, some days, <laughs> not today, but some days. I like to some talk days. sometimes. You do, you do. I have an update. I have an update from a previous story. Uh, so this isn't a story. Is it about Jeremy? Of course it is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have ep- updates every episode for the next year, I bet. His, his trial starts next month, so maybe it'll be all over after his trial. And then something else will come up. Maybe. But anyway, he was arrested today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the arresting documents, uh, he was arrested for um, illegally possessing a firearm as a felon. Oh. So no idea what's going to come. His lawyer put out a statement saying it's just, you know, Orange County Police... Our Orange County sheriffs are just picking on him because they don't like him. But if he's on probation or he's a felon and he's not allowed to have a firearm. But according according to his lawyer, he didn't have a firearm. It was a less lethal pepper ball gun that looks like a gun, which he's allowed to have legally. I don't you know, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I just know he got arrested and went to jail today. Usually they take the gun. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they did. Well. He's body cammed, and if there's no orange on that, yeah, we're all gonna know, because you true. know that body cam is gonna be used. Oh, I'm sure. in the court of law. I am sure. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, just a quick little update. I happened to see it about 15 minutes ago, so I was kind of excited. <laughs> I've learned more about this guy than I've really cared to. I have can't known. stop following him. I can't stop following Mr. Dewitt. He has an obsession, and it's not yeah, me. Yeah, well, you know, he's loud and obnoxious and annoying. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I see a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's just my quick update. Oh, I almost grabbed my story. And it's my, it's turn, my to turn to go first. To go, and you're first. I am first this week. Um, I'm going to say a number. Okay. And you will be very familiar with this number. Oh, I thought you wanted me to guess a number, too. No, I don't need you to guess a number. I'm just going to say a number. I'm just going to say a number. 98.6. Okay. Scientific. Is is what? 98.6. Isn't that like... uh, I want to say Fahrenheit behind that. It is Fahrenheit. It is Fahrenheit. I can't remember. See, I knew it was a degree, though. Yes. I did know it was a degree. I'm a science geek, and I'm being put on the spot, and I cannot remember 98.6. Oh, body temperature. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's because mine is 97.6. I know. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Hold on. Hold on. Um, My first question is, do you know where this came from, where we decided that 98.6 degrees was regular body temperature for humans? Because. Because somebody stuck a thermometer in their mouth and they went, oh, look. Close. Um, In the mid-1800s, a German physician, Karl Wunderlich, uh, he uh, measured armpit temperature of 25,000 people. And found found that the average was 98.6 degrees or 37 degrees Celsius if you're one of those people. Um, And we have used this number ever since. Problem is... Um, 
some more recent studies in the last 30 years have found the average body temperature dropping. Wow. Yeah. I'm one of those. You are. You are. Um, also, people's body temperature t- tends to change over the course of a day. It's higher later in the day, usually, for most people. <gasps> I'm always like, I think I'm getting sick. I think it's just because I'm tired. Yeah. It also varies among individuals. Here's You're really the opposite of the trend here. Women tend to have a higher body temperature than men. That's, and yeah. younger people tend to have a higher body temperature than old people. And re- I'm going to die young. Recent studies show that the body average normal normal body temperature may be falling over time. Um, in the l- last few studies done, the average oral temperature of most people was 97.5 degrees Fahrenheit. And this is from a 2017 study with more wow. than 35,000 people in the study. Because I've always had to tell the doctor they take it and they're like 98.7 or 8. And they're like, oh, you're fine. And I'm like, no, you need to look at my charts. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And I am sick. That's why when I came <laughs> across this, I was so shocked that there's a ton of information on this and a ton of studies that have been done. And a lot of people. Wow. Like the average is actually lower than we think it is. So when how many people when they go in should be lower but i've never heard of another person with the like i've never personally met another person never asked another person what their body temperature was (laughs) you know this is true um but everybody in our house but me have have the normal but uh over the last 157 years there's been a number of studies done uh first one was from 1860 to 1940 they did about 24,000 veterans of the Civil War that were measured. Uh, and then they did another study from 71 to 75 where they tested 15,000 people from um, just from a large national survey. And then 2007 to 2017, uh, they did more than 150,000 people in another large res- research project. And uh, during the 160 years covered by all this analysis, the average oral temperature gradually fell by more than one degree. Which, as a result, normal now seems closer to 97.5 degrees Fahrenheit. So, why? I almost think it's because people don't work on farms like they used Uh, to and their metabolism isn't as working Mm. as as much as it was. One of the theories is a a lower metabolic rate in humans now. That's metabolism. Um, Also, lower rates of infection inflammation. So, people are sick less than they used to be. Because we have more things to, th- you know, we vaccines. Have we have all kinds of stuff to help prevent getting sick. Tylenol to so help lower exactly. It. So that average temperature is going to be lower. Um, and according to everything I read, anyway, there's no, you know, there's nothing wrong with obviously having a lower body temperature. It doesn't mean anything's bad for your health if you have a, a one degree lower than normal body temperature. That's totally fine. Um, obviously your body changes temperature and typically will increase when you have an infection or something like that but it's that's normal (laughs) no that's totally normal but typically an infection is going to spike your temperature larger than that one degree of difference um so doctors should be looking for a 99 to 100 for a, a fever that's caused by an infection from what i was reading so well usually like if you're 98.6, 99, anything is just a low grade, and it's yeah. nothing to ever worry about. No. It's usually that two degree yep. Yep. difference. I just think it's crazy that how many people 
have this lower body temperature. You're the first person I've ever heard of it either. But then again, like I said, I've we never asked anybody. Small, what, what's your body temperature? Too, <laughs> you know? So it's not. I just don't hear of it very no, often. No, not something like not something I've ever heard of. I just thought it was really cool. I came across it and it stuck out to me because I knew yours was lower. And then I was surprised to find out that you're more normal than I am. <laughs> wow. Oh that's my crazy. God, that's the first. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever discovered that. It's like my mind was just blown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more normal than him. Yeah. I'm also going to prove I'm smarter than you later too. Okay, I'll just be the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're laughing. That's because you're funny. <laughs> yeah. You're so pretty. Anyway, that is my first story. Well, that was a good first story. It was all about me. Yeah. I like stories about all me. about you. Lately, I've been noticing I've been telling stories about me li- like crazy, because we don't go and to the public very often, no. and I feel like I've just been closed in our house forever. So we get out, and I'm like. Bleh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Okay, so my first story is kind of a conspiracy theory okay. story. It's a true story, but the main idea of it all is the conspiracy theory. And it might be true. It might not be true. This is for you to determine. Okay. This is and for everybody to determine. And there's also a video you can go watch on the link that's going to be provided for the story okay you can watch the actual interview with this kid okay so you can kind of determine for yourself what you think let us know what you think i'm kind of interested to see what everyone is because i'm i'm usually one to try to find the logic in everything Mm -hmm. and i feel i may have found the logic in it but at the same time i don't know yeah i don't know so like i'm leaving that door open call me crazy crazy so okay have you ever heard of i'm gonna slaughter this last name boris kiperlinovic no (laughs) that would be a no it's russian even if you pronounced it right i've still never heard of him (laughs) (laughs) so okay otherwise known as bariska um he apparently is the genius Russian boy who baffled researchers providing all traditional theories of human history as wrong. Okay. So, um, he, uh, yeah, there's no way to like beat around the bush on this. Okay. So he's the Martian boy from Mars. Originally, in a past life. From Mars. Mm -hmm. In In a past life. Yes. Okay. And some people believe in reincarnation. Yeah. So, I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Like, I have heard some pretty convincing stories, even in my lifetime. But it's like, you always have that little bit of self-doubt because you just don't know. You don't know, and you're never going to know. And it's like, does it really happen? So maybe, who knows, maybe he was a Martian in another life. Um, So he had been showing extraordinary signs since the day he was born. Um, As a physician, his mother knew babies cannot focus on objects. However, she said her little baby looked looked right at her with his big brown eyes the moment he was born. Okay. 
and when he was just four months old, he was amazingly he would speak simple simple words. Wow! And That's at the really age young. of eight, he uh, grew accustomed to speaking simple sentences. And then by the time he was one, he was able to read simple headlines. And in another article I had read, he was going to kindergarten by the time he was three. Okay. So he started so two years early. One of these, you know, extremely smart savants. Mm-hmm. So um, what he has revealed, such detail about Mars, the planetary systems, other civilizations and unknown um, extraterrestrial things that are there's no way he could know about and he's achieved amazing language skills at the age of two that he started talking about the universe at the age of three <laughs> so wow. described um, Bariska described his previous life which was on the planet Mars according to him he added that the Martian civilization was so advanced that they could travel through the galaxies moreover they live underground as the environment was poisoned by radiation in a devastating nuclear war hmm. and this is like he's talking about this at seven so this he was born in 1996 so okay. we're talking long before we are here right now with mars yeah. and this is being brought up again because of what's going on with yeah, mars and the, stuff yeah so um because this was written january 20th of 21 okay. so and other things have been bringing this up too so according to him he had visited earth during the Lumini lumerian civilization a historic civilization in the lost continent the hypo um theoretical it's something you could look up and you could see it, it was like okay. continent that has now disappeared mm, okay and it's i'm assuming it's like the shift yeah. of the earth and the plates and all that fun stuff. Um, Bariska even told about his self-designed spacecraft, like how it's made. You can read mm -hmm. about that if you want to know more about that. Um, he even further claimed that he had seen the end of the Lemurian civilization about 70,000 years ago. At first, his parents didn't believe him, but they also, they had done the research mm -hmm. and to find that it is, there are, there's history about it or theories yeah. about it. Um, Bariska is said to have disappeared along with his mother and a numer uh, number of attempts by Western journalists to track him down, and that's failed. Um, it is said that one journalist was once informed by the Russian um Associates that Bariska is now in a remote village under the protection of the Russian government, and an attempt to reach him would be futile. Mm -hmm. Whereas some believe that he lives somewhere in Moscow. Okay. Um, but the story kind of goes when he was seven, and anyone can research this. You mm -hmm. can you can pull up YouTube videos of him and watch them. Mm -hmm. um, when he was seven, he was camping. And he had settled everybody down at one point. He's like, I need to tell you a story. Okay. And he told his story, told everybody that when he was living on Mars as a Martian there, mm -hmm. and he just went into full details about his life on Mars and mm -hmm. how aliens 
stay young looking or Martians stayed young looking because and they would only look between 30 and 35 because they breathe in more carbon dioxide because that is what keeps people looking young is by breathing Mm. more of that than oxygen. So maybe that's like the secret to youth. Maybe. I have no idea. I don't know how true this is, but there is no way to prove it. He's also came out with like, he's the reason why people think the Sphinx is opens behind the ear because he is the one that said that the key to opening the sphinx is behind the ear he's not quite sure because he wasn't there to develop the technology but he knows that much Hmm. um there's a lot of theories that he's come out with that it's just mind-boggling and scientists have always questioned it even because it is a science thing it's like definitely how do you prove that he's not telling the truth Mm -hmm. he's also an uh indigo child so he's or he's i don't know special abilities okay so extremely smart or he's got some sort of a mental disorder like autism or something which isn't but it's it which usually falls in with with uh being a genius Mm -hmm. and it's just who knows like and maybe his mom told him to say these things you i know, mean you don't really it, know you, you don't you you don't know that what the first thing i started thinking about is i remember a story i don't remember how long ago or even where this was but it was a, a little boy and he was on tv and stuff because he was like two and could read like a book this is probably him and no this no it wasn't because <laughs> no? it turns out this kid was just the mother like had him memorize a book he couldn't read it he just knew what to say oh <laughs> it was this big scam where she was trying I to get, mean, fa- that's get what famous so this obviously this, this kind of st- it could be it could be that i'm not saying it is i just who knows and then you know i never quite trust you know he's hiding away in russia somewhere i started thinking about well you know it is Russia, though. Some North Koreans think they went to the sun. So <laughs> who knows what this, you know, who knows what this kid is. I'm not what, he, I don't know. I, I, I have, I'd, have, I'd have to look into it further for sure. I just think and it's Even cool. if I looked into it further, I'm sure I still wouldn't have any conclusions. My mind, conclusions. like, with all these things, you can prove or not. It's just a matter of, like, the things he has said. It's just you have to be able to prove mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe we, you know, these new rovers on Mars dig in and find something that they dug know, in, and they have come out with know, a bunch of nuclear. Maybe they find some stuff in some the soil, but you have new, you have more than one. It's not. I'm not saying it's nuclear war, no. but you have solar flares yeah. that give I'm off radiation. I'm saying find some actual evidence of well, that's civilization. What I mean. you, you know, could find it. It's just. Who knows? Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. I was reading it, and with the recent trip to Mars Mm -hmm. and everything going on there, I was like, you know what? This is kind of cool. Even if it is a kid that was coaxed by his mom to, like, here's a story, and we're going to give it, and we're going to give it well, and we're going to be rich. Mm -hmm. And she was a single mom. So, I mean, it. she may have been under pressure, like, what can I do? Oh, Let's it's do possible. this. It's so, I mean, as a physician, you probably know a little bit about child psychology. Mm-hmm. So or, on the other hand, it could be a kid who 
truly, truly believes it, that it could be a kid who truly believes it, or it could be a kid who, you know, has got some special needs, obviously, but also, I've known even as kids, people who grew up to be not so great people that have been scam artists their whole life since I knew them when they were five. You know, some kids are like that. Some mm -hmm. people are like that. And somebody like this who's extremely smart, and sometimes people are extremely smart, they're able to kind of kn know what to say and when to say it and, mm -hmm. you know, how to get the situation to kind of go their way. So I mean, I'm not saying he's like, that's the so, case. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying who knows. that's the case, but I'm not saying it's not the yeah, case who knows? like i don't know but it's he's come out with some he's said some things mm -hmm. and it's like one day we'll be able to prove it yeah. probably not in my lifetime probably not but there's i mean maybe if they can get the sphinx open because he has said um a lot of our civilization mm -hmm. we're dooming ourselves because it's how they on Mars oh, ended, they theirs. ended theirs, yeah. And he said, "You need once the Sphinx is open." That mm. was the other thing. Once the Sphinx is open, it's going to change Earth forever. Hmm. So it's like, what's in that Sphinx? Will mm. it really change Earth forever? Maybe that could happen during I mean, my lifetime. The key I don't to the know. Sphinx is not behind his ear. It's like at the bottom of the money pit on Oak Island. Come on, it's now. on the freaking <laughs> nose, and wherever the nose went is beyond me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Buried in a sand dune couple hundred miles away probably probably well, that was a cool story i, like I think that. it's cool now i want to go to egypt and poke behind the sphinx's ear yeah that would be cool that would be cool anyway my next story are you familiar with the song no. my way by frank sinatra yes okay now i want to sing it i'm not gonna because <laughs> i'll totally like ruin it there is a phenomenon in the Philippines known as the phenomenon. the My Way killings. What? Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, is there a song playing as the police show up? and it? There have been a number of instances between 2002 and 2012. There was a bunch, like seven or eight instances, of people being murdered while singing My Way at a karaoke bar. They're being <laughs> murdered as they're singing as it? As they're singing it, somebody murders them. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a, a Do these people constantly get arrested, or is it one person well, it, getting away with it? Well, that I don't see how somebody I'll kind of tell the whole story it. here. It's... Uh, you know, it starts out, this is in the Philippines. Um, karaoke is extremely popular there. It's known as uh, Vidoke okay. there. That's what it's kind of known as. You go to a Vidoke bar. Um, it's extremely popular because the average, like, population makes about $2 a day. Okay. And you can go to these bars and sing a song for about equivalent of about 10 cents. So it's a really cheap way to get some entertainment, and you know, so it's something that a lot of people do. It's extremely popular there, like, way more popular than it is here, and it's kind of popular here whatever okay anyway there's been about six incidents since january 16th 1998 uh where people were got upset over the way somebody was singing my way prompting them to have somebody kill them in the process which is absolutely crazy um is this like 
legal in the Philippines? Killing them? No. <laughs> I didn't think no. so, but you know, maybe um, it is a crime there to screw up music and you. Attention it. to these killings peaked on May 29, 2007, when a 29-year-old karaoke singer was shot dead by a security guard at a bar. Um, uh, the guard had complained that the young man's rendition of My Way was off-key, but the man refused to stop singing. So the guard pulled out a thirty-eight caliber pistol and shot the man in, in the head. Wow. So it's kind of like instances like that. Like six different times in a ten-year span. Different people committing the murders. But Why? it always seems to happen with this song. Now... Is there like There's no some gangster movie where that song's being played as... There might be. I feel it's like possible. there is. I mean, I think it, it actually was. I think down. it actually was used in The Sopranos in a couple episodes when people were being killed. And that's one of the. There was a psychologist that looked at it, and he said that he thinks that it's you know that's the case. It's it's a song that people associate associate with, with that kind of attitude and that kind of and so it f- somehow has caused this issue with it, somebody singing it and you know whatnot. Um, Another uh, researcher said he doesn't think it really has anything to do with the song. It's just how popular karaoke singing is in the Philippines. And these the fact that My Way was being sing- sang has nothing to do with it. It's just an extremely popular song over there. So, it, you know, it's not like every time somebody sings Note a song, somebody self, dies. Don't go there and sing anything. Yeah, no. Especially <laughs> My Way. Yeah. Um, now... Karaoke rage is actually something that's known in other countries as well, though. Like, what? It's not just the Philippines. There's people are dying. Like, you know, six people have died over it in the Philippines. But there's been many cases of singers being harassed, assaulted, or even killed mid-performance um, all over uh, East and Southeast East Asia and uh, even some in the U.S. In 2007, a karaoke singer in Seattle, Washington, was attacked by a woman who wanted him to stop singing Coldplay's Yellow. I am never singing in public <laughs> again. In March of I 2008. I love karaoke. You're like ruining it for me. In March of 2008, a man was arrested in Thailand for shooting eight people to death, including his brother-in-law, in a dispute that uh, stemmed from several karaoke offerings, included uh, repeated renditions of John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, t- 2008, a man in Malaysia coffee shop was uh, uh, held the karaoke microphone so long that he was stabbed to death by the other patrons. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of violence in karaoke. It's something I really enjoy doing, but I'm not a violent person, so uh, I don't know if I should be doing it anymore. <laughs> uh, well, you're not like a bad singer or anything, but uh, I'm not going to be fit singing no friends Frank Sinatra. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll never sing Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Maybe in the shower while I'm singing in the rain, but you know. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, the my, my way killings from the Philippines. Thought that was kind of interesting. Should I just hit that last note? That's Have okay. It my way. Oi, 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 oi! Did you not want somebody to hunt me down and shoot me for singing it off key? Yeah, no, we. I don't want you hunted down. Are you telling me I'm a bad singer? I am not. Liar. Okay. Anyways. So, my next story. <laughs> You're going to be so annoyed throughout this whole story as I I talk about it. Okay. I'm talking about National Cran Day. 
Oh my God! <laughs> Say the word right. March thirty first, twenty twenty one. National Crayon Day. Crayon. Crayon. There's crayon. a Y in the word. And it's crayon. Berries. There's a lot of words <laughs> I could find that would follow suit here. So. I'm sure there is. We've done the whole look up Google, have Google say it. We've done this on a podcast before. Anyways. Just not this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, March 31st sparks fond memories of childhood creations in full color as we celebrate one of America's most beloved toys, the crayon. Okay. I had to smile. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a little bit of history about National Crayon Day is the modern-day crayon got its start in the 1900s. Um, it was introduced in 1903 by Benny and Smith as a safer and cheaper alternative to art utensils <laughs> in use at the time. I'm kind of really curious about <laughs> what these utensils look like, but I didn't look it up just okay. because I'm like, hmm not looking it up i mean even if you just think about you know a sharp felt tip pen would be dangerous more dangerous than a piece of wax you know yeah they said utensils yeah oh, writing utensils yeah. okay never mind so um they premiered their famous eight pack of crayons at the art utensils in use at the time ooh I just reread a sentence <laughs> oopsies okay so an eight pack of crayons with the color lined up as black brown orange violet blue green red and yellow Kay. so those were the original set mm -hmm. and then as we know uh, when you get a box of eight nowadays those are not the colors you get anymore like white's usually in there mm -hmm. they usually have I don't think brown's in there. I think brown I no was pulled idea. out. Or maybe it's. it depends on... the. I have no idea. I have no clue. I swear they put white in and brown's not in there. Maybe. I could be wrong. Totally wrong. So, um, since the many colors as we have watched, and I'm sure everybody else has seen, has been added. We have seen colors been taken out. Um, neon, metallic, glitter... All the fun stuff. So, hmm. fun times. And yeah. crayons typically retire on March 31st. Really? That I didn't know. I didn't know that either. So, it is an estimate that the average American will have used 730 crayons by their 10th birthday. Wow. How many do you think the average person has eaten by that time? Uh, I never ate any, but I knew kids who ate them. I did not eat any. I did uh, not either. I did watch a full-grown adult male eat a full crayon on a video the other day. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> I don't know, but you could tell it's not the first time he had done it. He just like crammed it in there and just I mean, went to town on just it. Just like, some wax. Like, it was stuff. weird, I mean, though. Obviously, there's like, chemicals and crap in there too, but I don't know. Yeah, it was Yuck. definitely weird. But so, anyways, the world's largest crayon on the 100th anniversary was revealed um, it was 15 feet tall or Ooh. 15 feet long Wow! and it's about 1,000 
$1,300, pounds, and it's the color blue. I was going to ask, what, what color was it? Blue. 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 Hmm. And let's see here. So the newest crayon products that have come out were last year, and they were the flesh tone crayons. There's 32 count box, includes 24 new skin tones, shades, plus eight classic um, Crayola colors that can be used for the eyes and the hair. That is definitely something we were missing when we were kids. There was no way to color somebody's skin I can guarantee right. they don't have my hair color in there. They probably don't, but I mean, there was no way to get or anybody's Ava's. skin color right when we were kids. I like, know. It, it, okay, I, I guess we used the peach, but you know. <laughs> Well, they had nude, but that was removed because I don't of remember the, nude. There, I remember nude, and I remember, I remember when they removed peach. it because it was very controversial. Mm. So they removed it, um, and it wasn't there for very long. But I totally understood why they removed it. Yeah. But now they're coming out with this, and I think this is kind of cool because you know how many times I'm coloring, and I'm like, dude, I wish I totally yeah. had, because. Yeah, it's a good. It, I mean, it's it's great that they come up with more colors, and especially when, you know, it, it it's a great way for children and adults to show expression in something. You know. Oh, for sure, for sure. And not not being able to find a color that you really want to use is tough. You know. Oh yeah. So well, even like me and you, we're two different no, skin yeah, complexions. Completely, completely. So um. So there are over 120 different uh, colors nowadays, and many of those have actually retired or just no longer available. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I thought was kind of cool is you can recycle crayons. Um, really? And they are sorted, melted, and then created into new crayons and distributed to places such as children's hospitals. That makes that sense. That was I awesome. Mean, that so makes I'm looking sense because you can melt down huge just, bag like said, of wax. crayons yeah, that we'll never right probably use because they're all broke up Where would and you everything. recycle them at? You have to, send, have to send them somewhere, huh? Like I don't know. If it's it's at schools and restaurants. Like, hmm. Oh, I suppose. I could see, them, but I could I see that. You'd know, have to figure out which ones. You'd obviously have to find somebody that was doing it, but they'd have like a drive for all the schools do it. Yeah, that I have no idea. I don't know, or call the children's hospital and be like, hey, which restaurants in your area yeah. donate to you the crayons? Yep. Like, we don't live in the area, but if there's, like, a chain of them. Yep. it's a good idea. So, I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. So. No idea you could have them recycled. So, with National Crayon Day activities, there are three things that they suggest you can do. You can order a customized box of crayons. Visit the Crayola er, Experience, and I know they have one at Mall of America. Mm -hmm. um, and you can make a crayon candle. If you don't know how to do that, you can definitely YouTube it. Yes. You just need some crayons. And typically if you... Well, that's what we could do with some mm. of those broke ones candles. with the kids, and we can make some candles. Yeah. So, and then we'll donate the rest. Yeah. Good idea. So, Good idea. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was gonna bring up a different one because there was waffle day right around but i'm like ooh, 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 ooh. ooh i can take out off like by mispronouncing this word <gasps> over and, and over and over again my head too i'm like <laughs> i kind of giggled i'm like ooh, this is gonna drive nuts oh, and i funny, didn't mispronounce funny, funny. it i know whatever cool cool well my last story is kind of a travel story i like traveling 
But first, we got to go back in time before we can travel and get the full experience. Is this like Land of the Lost? No. I wish I could go back in time, not to actually experience any of this stuff, just to see it. I don't want to experience anything I'm talking about because I'm a wuss when it comes to this kind of stuff. I know you're a wuss. Yes, but... <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Have you about. ever heard of Action Park in New Jersey? Yes, yes, I have. You've heard of it? Okay. I had not. I was not I aware of Action Park. other... No, this is a one and only Action Park. Like, not a franchise, there, not a... lawsuits and stuff oh, because this, of that park. This place just they reopened a couple of years ago. They've been closed for decades. <laughs> <laughs> they reopened? Uh, under a different name and totally different rides and safe. <laughs> yeah. So it's not yeah. Action Park it's anymore. It's not Action Park anymore. That's why I said we'd have to travel back in time to actually oh, experience Oh, it. yes, yes. I need anyway, to remember things like that. It opened <laughs> in New Jersey in 1978. It was one of the first modern water parks in the United States. Okay. Um, founder and CEO Gene Mulville, uh, his philosophy was that the amusement park visitors should be in control of their experience, um, envisioning a park where patrons manage the rides, including how fast or how high you went. And that's why he created Action Park. Um, um, I want to go full blast. Well, it's not recommended to go full blast around that corner. One, uh, one example was their Alpine slide. Um, and an old action park regular described it as essentially a giant track to rip people's skin off that was disguised as a kid's ride. <gasps> the slide featured long cement fiberglass track that visitors rode down on a wheeled device. Uh, but first... Uh, the park goers would take a ski lift to the summit where they were greeted by photographs of inj injured children <laughs> accompanied by a warning to make sure you keep your arms inside the device. Um, in theory, each ri rider was in control of their own speed, but the devices were almost always broken. Some of them had no brakes, which meant there was oh, no slowing down. No. Others, the brakes were locked up, so you would be almost stopped in the middle of the track as somebody came down after you and hit you as you came down. Um, which is what how it saw its first fatality when a 19-year-old uh, got hit hit his head after getting hit by another why another weren't they person fixing these down. things? I don't I don't know. Um, the the Alpine slide over the uh, according to New Jersey records had 26 other serious head injuries and 14 fractures just on this one ride. The Alpine slide. <sighs> Um, one of the other park's most notable attractions was the tidal wave pool. Now, I love wave pools. I think they're the coolest thing in the world. This was one of the first ones in the United States. Um, it quickly became one of the most dangerous rides at the park, nicknamed the Grave Pool. How? It was filled with fresh water, not seawater, which means you're not going to be as buoyant in the water. Um, so it meant if you were not a strong swimmer, you could very easily be taken away by the current. On average, the lifeguards would have to rescue about 30 people a day on average from drowning. Uh, six people, or five people did drown and lose their life in the Oh my pool. gosh. Um, the most infamous ride at Action Park was the Cannonball Loop. This was an enclosed water slide with a complete vertical loop. Like, a complete loop. Okay. Um... And according to urban legend, the park owners sent a test dummy on the first ride, and it came out with no head. 
<laughs> and they still had it. The owner would offer his employees $100 to test out new rides. His oh. employees came out with broken bones, bloody noses. They still opened it up to the public. Oh. Um, it was only open for one month before um, the Carnival Amusement Ride Safety Advisory Board shut it How down. How do you open something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, who in their right mind? Clearly, he was yeah. not in his right mind. Clearly not. No. Um Action Park was finally closed in 1996. Um, but by then, the park was responsible for eight fatalities, three drownings in the tidal wave pool. Sorry, it was three, not five. And the death of a 27-year-old man who was electrocuted on their kayak experience <gasps> when his boat tipped over and came in contact to with a wire that was in the water. Live. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, the former owner in 2010 led a committee of people to buy back the park. It reopened in 2014 under the name Mountain Creek Water Park, and it now advertises that it has the most trained lifeguard staff and is up to the stringent standard and safety features for a modern park. I'd still be scared to go. Action Park. Yeah, I, I, well, I came across a video of uh, sh- video footage of it a few days ago, and I'm like, I want to tell a story about that. That looks crazy. Now, I'm like I said, I'm a wuss. I'm not a rides person. I'm not a... I don't mind water slides, but they can't be really big. My friends to go. I don't know how I can't find friends. Like Minnesota has Valley Fair. Mm -hmm. The last time I went, they had just came out with Steel Venom. Okay. There's better rides than that now. Yeah. Nobody would go with me. I have no. And I had to beg every time I wanted to go on one of these rides. I'd have to beg somebody to go on them with me. Yeah. I jumped off of this because your feet are dangling you have to like jump into your seat and your feet are dangling you have to take your shoes off Mm -hmm. and i got off this ride and i (laughs) jumped on the ground and my feet hurt i'm like (laughs) whoa that was good funny yeah I don't know. That's just crazy i love i love scary rides i'm not i'm not i'm not into scary rides never have been I totally am. Totally am. But that, no. No. Yeah, no. No interest in Action Park. Like, I can understand being open years and years and years and maybe one thing happened. Because you mm-hmm. know what? Crazy things do happen. It happens. Well, of course. Anything But if happen. something's fixed right away and it's, like, well, taken need, care of. When you have an amusement park, you need to do the smart thing like Disney does. Like, if there's an accident on a ride, they immediately get them off the park. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a couple of people die in the parking lot because they didn't want them to die in the park. <laughs> oh, my god! According to Urban Legend. Don't know if it's true, but Urban Legend is that uh, Disney, because they don't want the bad press of somebody dying in the amusement park, that if you are about to die, they will, as fast as they can, get you off the property. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> okay. So, my last story the last story the last story okay grab that pen over there alan a pen we're gonna have so much fun okay try not to read these in advance okay let me get something to write on so i'm gonna read it you can read it as i'm reading it but i want to read it so the other people know and then as soon as you have your answer just say it Okay, and then I will go through the answers after. Okay. So, 
You're reading. You're not supposed to read. Okay. I'm not reading. I've covered everything up. Okay. So question one. A bat and a ball cost $1.10 in total. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Ten cents. Write that down. Okay. If it takes five machines five minutes to make five widgets, how long would it take a hundred machines to make a hundred widgets? Huh? It takes five machines five minutes to make five widgets. Okay. How long would it take a hundred machines to make one hundred widgets? A hundred minutes? Write it down. In a lake, there is a patch of lily pads. Every day, the patch doubles in size. If it takes 48 days to cover the pat the entire lake, how long would it take for the patch to cover half of the lake? 47 days. Okay, write that down. I am so much sm smarter than you. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. I wish I could have had one of the kids record me doing this because... That first one, I said in my mind what it was, and then I stopped and I actually thought about it. Cause I you told me I don't stop and think, just blurt out. So I'm not stopping to think anything. I'm just blurting out the first thing that comes to mind is what you told me to do. But it was my first, first answer was correct. Okay. But I stopped to think about it, and I'm like, oh my God, it was actually correct. How was I right? Oh, okay. Like, it blew me away. So, the cognitive reflection test has been hailed as the world's shortest IQ test. Okay. Apparently, it only takes three quest questions to separate Einstein's from Homer Simpson's. You're Homer. That's okay. <laughs> the quiz I'd rather be Homer Simpson than Einstein. <laughs> the quiz developed in Princeton in 2005 by psychologist Shane Frederick is designed designed to test your ability to ignore your gut response and think slower and more rationally. So you start out by telling me to go with my gut, just first thing that comes to mind, but I'm supposed to ignore that. If I would if I would have went into the test knowing ignore your that. gut, you said the first thing that comes out of your mind. Or first thing you think of, write it down. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, well that's your gut response. The first thing you think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of messed this up for you. But anyways. I, mean, I, I don't care. It's more or less to reflect on your answer and question your intuitive response to see if you just kind of go with that. Because most people go with their intuition. Oh, yeah. I All my answers were my intuition. I amazingly got them right. I don't know how the fuck I got them right, okay. but I got them right. So... It's five cents for the ball. Okay. And then it's five minutes. That makes sense. Yeah. Now that I think about that, if I would have stopped for two minutes, a minute to think about it, I would have got, I would have went with five minutes on that, but I didn't stop and think. I was more worried about you reading ahead. I, I didn't even, never looked at the questions. Oh. And then the last one is 47 days. 
I also might have I also might have done better if I read the questions, but I didn't. I like covered them up I and said never you read, could it. read the questions. I know you said I could, but I just listened to them instead. And if I would have read them looking at the numbers, I might have done better. Plus, you I, read I think I would have gotten one more. And I was like, you can go ahead and read them. I'm just going to read them so everybody knows. I think I could have gotten one more. I mean, maybe if I would have thought about it. What one? I could have got either the first or the second one right if I stopped to think about it. I don't know if I would have got them both right. I figured I you were thinking about the second because I had to reread it because you went, huh? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. That's that. At least I didn't get them all wrong. No, but I'm a genius and you're not. Yep, you're a genius. And I'm funny too. And you're funny. <sighs> I like the sounds of that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do. You're so mad at me right now. I'm not mad at you. Why would I be mad at you? <laughs> okay, you're annoyed. I was annoyed with you 45 minutes ago when we <laughs> had to stop recording <laughs> twice. <laughs> I printed the wrong story off. No, you didn't. You printed the right story off. You just thought you printed <laughs> the wrong story off. So we had to stop again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. Like I said, yes, you're a genius. <laughs> I'll very aware of your surroundings. and I yeah. am aware of my surroundings. You knew exactly what you had printed off and ready to go. And I knew what I printed off. I just printed off the wrong one. But no, you didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. I have my faults, too. <laughs> if you would like to tell Desi how smart and funny she is, you can send us an email. I'd love to see uh, that oh. Desi is smart and funny outlandish outcasts at gmail.com otherwise you can follow us on facebook and leave a comment share our stuff that we share which isn't much lately Not i'm sorry lately. i'm sorry i try but definitely share 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 we are also on twitter at outlandish casts and we're on instagram at outlandish outcast podcast and definitely follow us there and love, love, love. Or leave a rating or review in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on. Yay. I guess that's another another week in the Aww. books. We're, we'll be gone for a couple of weeks, but we'll be back. Yay. In two weeks. I like being back. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.